You're listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training, helping you guide your group through its study of the storyline of Scripture. Hey there, thanks for joining us for the Weekly Leader Training for the Gospel Project for Adults. I'm Aaron, and today we are discussing Unit 33, Session 4, The Church is United in Hope, which is the final session of the Church United, our spring volume of the Gospel Project for Adults. This session will outline the characteristics of Christian hope and uncover the nature and purpose behind our waiting. So in exploring how the destinies of those in Christ and those apart from him differ drastically, we will receive an indisputable urgency to share the good news of Christ in hope that Many will come to know him and escape destruction that await the destruction that awaits those apart from him. And through that, we will discover the light that living in light of Christ's assured return produces a profound unity within his church and transforms how we live our everyday lives. So this session focuses on First Thessalonians 4 and 5. And it is all about hope, which may sound funny because we talked about things like hell in this one, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, and But I, I really do believe that this session will be both fruitful from a personal perspective, but also um, in terms of discussion for you and your group. One of the most important elements in it for many groups, I believe, will be the third point, which is focused on our hope for Christ's return. And this is important because we need to always remember that Christ is, in fact, coming back. This was actually one of the concerns that existed in the Thessalonian church. Um, and just try saying Thessalonians a whole bunch of times fast, and, and that will uh, that will at least give your group some entertainment. But um, within this church, this was a great concern because there were people who said, well, you already missed it, and he's already come back. And so there was hopelessness and despair that was setting in, in the church. And so Paul was, address, was addressing this there. But we, we do need to remind our people that Christ is coming back, that he is going to return uh, to this world, and that he will make all things new, that he will usher in the new creation and live with his people forever, wiping away every tear from every eye as sin, sadness, sickness, death, and more are destroyed forevermore. So in your leader guide on page 154, there is a question that focuses on how we should prepare for Christ's return. Now, here's what I don't want to happen and what you don't want to have happen in your group time. You don't want to have a large discussion about different views of when and how Christ is returning. So things like the the rapture, rapture and stuff like that, you don't need to talk about that. That's not necessary. In fact, while we should have convictions on what we believe about the second coming of Christ, the discussion about those can often be a distraction from what we're actually called to do in preparation, which is to say... We are to be aware of the signs of the times while pursuing a life of faithfulness in Christ. We are to show the the people around us that we are people of hope, that because Jesus is coming back, this world is this world is as bad as it gets for us and we want to we want them to see us living dis- differently not living in fear not living in hopelessness not living um not living in the way that so many of us do 
And so let's do that together. Let's let's help one another figure out what that looks like in our context today. A second element that may be challenging in your group time together is the essential doctrine, which is focused on the nature of hell. Now, there are many views about hell and many discussions around it. Some of those, some of those discussions are helpful. Most of those are not. Um, and a lot of the discussions actually center around the idea of whether or not we should talk about hell at all. I mean, it doesn't seem very loving to talk about eternal judgment and, and things like that. And yet, here's the truth. If we don't talk about those things, what are we really doing? We're not being we're not being particularly loving at all. Now there's a way to talk about those things that are incredibly harsh and cruel and and absolutely unloving toward the lost. But we do need to allow the reality of hell to press in on us to 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 press in deep into our hearts and to create a sense of urgency about reaching people in our communities and in the world with the gospel because we don't want them to experience that. So we don't want to scare people into into a profession of faith. I know that there are some people for whom that that happens and it's legit and um you know and and God works that way sometimes. But we want to be aware of the reality of hell because we don't want to become complacent. We don't want to assume that we have all the time in the world to share the gospel with someone because we don't know. We don't know at all. We're not guaranteed years from now. We're guaranteed today. And so encourage your group to think through the question of who do I need to share the gospel with today? Pray about that together. Write down the name of the person that comes to mind if someone comes to mind. And then go and do that. And then you as a group leader, follow up with them after and ask, so how did it go? And encourage them to do the same with you. Because the truth is, Christ is returning. And that is good news. But when Christ returns... It's not good news for those who do not worship him. They will bow their knee toward him when he returns, whether they like it or not. But it will not be a time of joy and hopefulness for them. It will be the time when they receive their just condemnation. And so we want to take the opportunity that we have available to us as people who do know Christ to reach them and share the hope that we have in him with them so that the return of Christ becomes good news for them as well. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you guide your group through this session, visit gospelproject.com.